Have you ever heard the saying, what got you here won't get you there? I love this saying and it couldn't be more true. I truly believe this is how successful people think and grow their businesses because whatever you did to get you to this point within your studio, within your business has been great. It's gotten you where you are and, you know, you are exactly where you're meant to be. But if you want something to shift and change, you want to grow, you want to develop, you want to basically have a shift within your studio business and life, then something has to change because doing the same old thing isn't going to move the needle in your business. It's just not because you've proven it. You've proven that you've been able to get to this place and it quite possibly is at the point where it's comfortable, it's okay, but you want to see some more energy shifting in your business. You want to see more profitability. You want to see more retention. You want to see new ideas come to life, you know, creativity thrive, more enjoyment. I mean, there's so many things that you might want to see shift and change within your business, but the only way for that to happen is for you to make a decision to make a change. Okay. Now I actually am going to share with you how I do this within my business. Because imagine what your studio would look like if you had a plan achieving everything you strive for every 90 days. Now, I am a massive fan of the 90-day plan. I'm going to talk to you about what mine sort of looks like so that I can inspire you to start thinking in this way. Because yes, it's great to have a five-year plan and all the bits and pieces, sure. But honestly, you need to just think three months at a time. This world is changing so rapidly, so quickly. I mean, if we think about pre-COVID, for goodness sakes, your five-year plan is probably out the window. Your one-year plan would have been out the window. I mean, it's just an ever-changing environment. That's the business world we're in. Our studios have evolved so much over the last 24 months, over the last three months. I mean, now we're dealing with the, the, you know, impacts of inflation and all sorts of things. So the way you market your message to your audience, all of this stuff has to shift and change every quarter, right? Let me share with you how I do it. Let me share with you because I know that, you know, you probably have a big picture for your studio, for your business. And we are already a quarter into the year. Time flies, right? (laughs) So don't let 2023 slip away from you. You've got this. I'm going to share with you exactly what I do in my business to keep the needle moving forward for growth every single quarter. And it ain't rocket science. It's so easy. And it baffles my mind that more studio owners and more business owners are not doing this because it's so simple. It's so simple. And and I think you're going to love it. Here we go. Hey there, I'm Josephine Lankuba and you're listening to Business Arts and All That Jazz. I've been immersed in the creative business world and performing arts industry for over 20 years. I know from experience that being an artist, a creative or running a creative business can be a tough gig, but I'm here to tell you it's possible. I went from having zero dollars to my name and living below the poverty line to then living paycheck to paycheck to finally living a life of comfort, happiness, passion and even stability. In this podcast, I peel back the curtain and share with you the ups and downs of my journey. 
Plus, I tap into the minds of creative industry experts to discover their paths to success. I know you have a spark inside of you, that little voice that tells you to reach for the stars. I want to help you step into your limelight to have the courage to live a life you dream of, a life that you design. So get ready to be entertained and inspired as we talk business, arts, and all that jazz. Hello, it's Josephine here, your performing arts coach, speaker, talent manager, and mentor. Today, we are going to talk about the very fact that what got you here won't get you there, okay? It's like anything, right? If I want to sell a million dollars worth of lemonade, even a thousand dollars worth of lemonade, I'm not going to be able to do that standing on the corner of my street with a freshly squeezed lemonade stand. I'm just not. I will sell a hundred dollars. And if I'm happy with that, I might sell a hundred dollars worth of lemonade at my lemonade stand. And that's great. I'm happy with that. There's no problem with that. Now, if I want that to turn into $10,000 a day, how much lemonade would I have to sell? Well, I'd have to sell, you know, let's say a dollar a lemonade, 10,000 units. But 10,000 people don't pass me on that corner, right? So I'm going to have to do something differently. I'm going to have to open up another lemonade stand or extend my hours or move to a different location with more foot traffic. Like all of these things just to sell $10,000 worth of lemonade, right? The thing is, I would not know that those are the activities that I need to do to sell my lemonade at a higher level unless I've actually sat down, taken the time to think about it and created a strategy and a plan around it. Now, this doesn't have to be a hard process. And in fact, it is the most simple thing you can do. And it brings so much clarity to your working life, your business, your whole entire studio existence. And that is big statement, but I am not exaggerating. If you could just sit down for 90 minutes, two hours and create that plan, you would save yourself the stress, the anguish, the time every day, twiddling your thumbs, doing stuff that makes no difference. Because I bet you are running around in circles on many different tasks and things that is really just not moving the needle on anything. Like if you're still the sa- in the same position you were 10 years ago, five years ago, 12 months ago, if nothing is changing in your world and you want it to, then you've got to do something different because what got you here won't get you there. It's as simple as that. So look, I'm going to be walking through some ideas um, and some tangible things that you can do in your studio Um, very briefly. This is a podcast. It's not the actual session that I run when it comes to my 90-day studio planning workshop. Actually, in fact, I am running that studio planning workshop. And this is not just about like this is your overall view of your studio business, by the way. 
everything from marketing, et cetera. I'm going to tell you exactly what I cover in that workshop as well, and that can inspire you. And, guys, I'm running that this April on April 4th. The link is in the show notes. I would urge you to come. So you get 90 minutes with me live on the call. You're going to have my template given to you in this session. Um, and I'm also throwing in, as a bonus, my annual project planner, and it's like $47. I'm all the whole thing, me for 90 minutes, my quarterly planner, my annual project planner, and you get a recording for playback. We are going to do this live and I'm going to actually do this with you on the spot, okay? Uh, in a group setting, we're going to do this live. So if you want that, then head to josephinelancuba.com forward slash 90 day plan. It's so much fun. I promise. I promise. I know I seem like an intense human, but honestly, I'm so much fun. I'll even bring out the pom-poms for you. I promise. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's just such a cool vibe and I want this for you because honestly, um, you know, look, my workshop can take you to the next level in your business and really give your studio the makeover you, you want and deserve. Now, if that overwhelms you, let me just talk you through what's involved in this um, podcast um, step-by-step in what I do in my studio plan. It's one page, by the way, so it's not overwhelming. Um, But if you are feeling overwhelmed right now at the prospect of sitting down and making time and creating a plan, then you need it even more. So I get that. Believe me, I get it. That is why you need this planning session to unravel the overwhelm and step into clarity. Now, clarity was my word for 2023, and I'd love you to share with me your word. Okay. What's your word for 2023? Do you pick a word? I'm, I'm into that stuff. I'm so into it. So if you have a word, DM me on socials, like hit me up. I'd love to hear it. Or you can email me podcast at josephinelancuba.com um, and share what was your word. And if you'd like to share why you chose it, because, you know, I think sometimes reminding ourselves of what we created at the beginning of this year for ourselves is so important. Like I put my, my word on my vision board, which is in my bedroom. I have it on my, you know, my laptop as a screensaver. Like I do all the things. Uh, and I do believe that those visuals can really help. That is also why I have a plan and it's a one pager plan. It's not a 10 hour document essay because I want to stick that one pager up on my desk, on my wall, like behind my computer so that I can just see it. And I can, I literally print it out. I highlight, I stick it on the wall with some blue tack after it's been completed. And I literally just highlight it as I go. I green highlight as I go. And it just feels so good. It just feels so amazing. So, okay, let's do this. Let's step into this and yeah, talk about what, what some of the elements are that I include. Now, like I mentioned, I do um, give a bonus annual project planner in this workshop. Um, now, what a, what is an annual project planner, Joe? Well, for me, it's one page again. I, I believe in the one-page documents. If I've got a booklet that tells me about all the things I'm going to do over the year, yeah, I do do some deep dive and journal and things like that. But those are the things you just reflect on every few months and you come back to and then you go, oh, yeah, there's that thing I did once. And it just plants the seed once you write it down, right? But something tangible to come back to, one page, honestly. like. On my annual project planner, you know, we each month I just basically set a project goal um, and it's all columned and stuff. And, and again, you'll get that in the workshop. But 
yeah, I, I've got my month. I've got the project I want to achieve that particular month. The outcome, did I do it? Was it done? And then I actually put a reward. So a reward column. I believe in rewards. I really do. Um, I think if you set yourself a goal, but there's nothing and then you achieve it, like then what? Oh, on to the next, on to the next. But you don't actually stop and smell the roses. Remember, what got you here won't get you there. Try something new. So for me, giving myself a little reward is actually really super cool. So um, what was the reward that I, and it doesn't have to be major or hugely expensive. So I didn't achieve my goal for January, but to be fair, I was recovering from a massive three-year hangover from just feeling safe coming out of COVID. Um, I've been pretty transparent about that in some of the episodes about hitting burnout or saying it on my social media page. Um, yeah, it just, it, I'd just been on high alert for nearly three years and it just dawned on me that I hadn't just taken a breath mentally. Like, yeah, I'd gone away and I'd done things, but my mind was ticking. It just felt really unsafe over the last few years because of COVID and everything that happened in our businesses and our lives. And then I just felt like finally it was over. And so I crashed in December and then I, and that flowed through to January. So my goals didn't get, they weren't achieved in January and, and that didn't happen, but do you know what? That's okay. So that's all right. That didn't happen. Um, February, I had some goals, um, that I set, which was, you know, launching my course and also updating my podcast. I did those. And so I bought myself some show tickets. I actually went to see Cosentino magic show, but anyway, it was really cool. And, um, this month I've got a couple of goals, which I've actually done both. So, uh, I'm going to be buying myself a new set of towels. It's like, you're like, oh, Joe, is that your actual reward? And you said, yeah, I want beautiful, fluffy towels. I don't have beautiful, fluffy towels. I feel like I'm still, even with my family, I feel like I'm living in, you know, when you, I don't know if you lived on your own or not, but when you lived on your own as a young person and you just like have shitty stuff because, oh, am I allowed to say that? <laughs> you just have stuff that's not that great, you know? Um I feel like I still don't have great towels. So I'm going to go get nice towels. Some of the other rewards, what have I said? A new dress. I want to get a purple dress. Um, I'm going to spend another month. I've got a um, new costume jewelry. I want to get some beautiful costume jewelry, bit of a splurge on that. Um, another month I'm going to buy myself if I get the, this was a sales thing. So if I make X amount of dollars um, that particular month, then I'm going to buy tickets to Japan. So obviously it's a big financial goal so I can reward myself financially. <laughs> um, yeah, another one, I've just got some show tickets. Another one, I've got a massage. Another one, I'm going to book myself into a piano lesson. Gold class movie, so going to a nice movie cinema setting. Um, buying a really nice bottle of wine, a $100 bottle of wine. And another, and in December, I've said, if I reach my goals, I'm going to book a weekend away with my family. So you can see that goal setting is a really big part of um, everything as well. Now let's get into the next nitty gritty. So that was my annual project planner. That's just an overview. I think if you can, before you do your quarterly plan for that um, April to June period. So I do like to do it on the calendar month. So, you know, Jan, Feb, March. 
April, May, June. Even if you start your plan late into the quarter, just do it for the quarter that you're in so you don't overcomplicate things. So the idea is, is that it's from the 1st of January to the last day of March, 1st of April to the last day of June, July to September, October to December, you know. So they're qu- they're actually on the calendar quarter and that's going to keep you much more accountable and it and then you get into a rhythm of always doing your quarterly plan um, based around the timeline. Now, with this annual project planner, the reason I do it first is so that I have an overview of what I want my year to look like and that makes it easier when I jump into doing my 90-day plan, okay? Um, having said, so it might be that, you wanted to um, launch a new studio program or it could be that you want to do, um, I don't know, a mid-year showcase or something, whatever, or sell, you know, $10,000 worth of merchandise that month because it's like you've got this hot new product or that you want to create a new product or service, whatever. Introduce private lessons, go to take the studio to Disneyland, like whatever the goal is for the year, map it out. Um, and it can be really easy and generic. Go to Disneyland, uh, whatever, sell $10,000 worth of merchandise, right? So let's say you've done all of that for the year. Really simple, one or two points per month. Do not, do not overcomplicate this. This is not, I'm going to do 10,000 things. No, this is, what is the major one thing that you want to achieve per month? maybe at a stretch too, but that's it. Don't overdo it. Okay. Because that is when the plan never works. It never works when you overdo it. To-do lists that are coming out of, you know, I won't say it, but you know, it's out of your hoo-ha. Like, no, that's why your plan doesn't work because you've got too much stuff on it. This isn't empty your inbox. Okay. This isn't this isn't that, or, um, you know, whatever. it could be hire an administrative assistant. Like that's a major task, you know, things that are major that are going to really make an impact in your business. It could be that you want to take a month off and trial having the team run the studio for you while you're away enjoying life. So to do that, you'd have to have a plan. So that annual project planner is just an outline that is not the in-depth scenario. So let's move to that. All right. Are you feeling it? Are you feeling it? Now, before we move into the actual 90-day plan that I do in my studio at Business and Life, we're going to go to a really short break. I'm going to share with you my 90-day studio planning secret. Now, perhaps you already have systems in place and a solid plan for your studio business every year, but chances are those goals and plans have been pushed aside. And I bet you had great intentions. However, time got the better of you. Yeah, your priorities got lost when life and studio business life started getting in the way. It happens but there is hope because I know you do have a big picture for your studio. The truth is, if you want to have a profitable and sustainable studio business, you need to commit to writing a plan. It's the first critical step moving forward towards your dream studio. Now, you need to dedicate real time to set achievable goals. And this is where I'm here to help. 
I've been doing 90-day planning sessions independently in my business for nearly a decade, and it's helped me go from servicing 12 students from my very first early days of opening my doors to hundreds of students a year and achieving a comfortable multi-six-figure studio business where I pay myself a salary and have financial stability and joy in my life, and I want that for you too. The 90-day studio plan that I have is my key ingredient to achieving these goals, and I can show you exactly how I do it all in one page. It's not an essay. It's totally tangible resource that you can use over and over again in your studio business. So I am running my 90-day studio planning workshop on the 4th of April, and you're invited. Now, this is also going to be recorded. So if you can't attend live, that's okay. But obviously, you know, if you can, that's amazing. We're going to get down and dirty in your business. And this is going to be applied specifically for you. Okay. So come and join me live if you can, or grab the recording either way, just register, secure your place. You'll also get my templates. You're going to get my one page quarterly planner template, and I'm throwing in a bonus, my annual project planner template. It's all yours for only $47. It's crazy. I know, but I just love doing this. And I, and you know, I did it last quarter and it was amazing. We had beautiful studio owners in the space. Join me this April. Head to the show notes for the link or josephinelanecuba.com forward slash 90 day plan. See you there. Welcome back to the show. Let's dive in to my quarterly studio plan. Now, obviously, I'm not going to give you everything. This is an overview. If you want the in-depth scenario, come and join me. Yeah, yeah, let's do it, do it, do it, right? So, okay, everything's a song, by the way. If you knew me in real life, like I'll just spit out a song to any line. It's just the, it's just what I do. Like now that I've said line, I've got a chorus line in my head. Like that's that's the way my brain <laughs> And, and that's a musical for anyone that doesn't know, but that's the way my brain works. I actually played Sheila in a chorus line back in, back in the day, back in the day. Okay. So here we are. Okay. So the first thing I do in my quarterly studio plan is I look at my three top goals for the quarter. So this is where your, that little annual overview that we just talked about briefly will come in handy because those three top goals are actually um, the main focus point. Now, notice how I said three. I didn't say 10. I didn't say five. I said three. You might slip in a fourth if you really want to, but that's it. Okay. Top three goals for the quarter. And remember, These are the things that are going to make the most impact for change, the most impact in directing you and steering you into the direction that you want for your business. So, for example, you might identify some of the problems or issues or some of the things you desire. So a problem might be that you're time poor and you need help. So you might need to hire an assistant, hire an admin, admin person or whatever, hire another teacher. That would be a major goal. I would say hiring is a major goal or or maybe it's money focused or maybe it's um, 
you know, creative, creatively focused. We, we want to do this new event to attract more ticket sales, to attract more clients, to retain more clients, whatever. But it's specific. It's not just retain students. It's the thing that you're going to do to retain the students. Does that make sense? So the activity is we're going to have a movie night. That's the actual activity, not retain students. Okay. This is really knuckling down to the actual task at hand. What is it that we're going to do? The big goal. It could be that I want to make an additional um, $20,000 in revenue this quarter compared to last quarter, whatever. It may be that I want to enroll 20 new students. Okay. So that could be a goal. Get specific, not just enroll more students. It's enroll 20 students. I hope I'm being clear. Okay. So specific goal setting. Okay. Then the areas that you want to focus on. And again, this is a quick overview. I can't deep dive for you in a podcast, but I'm going to give you a little overview. Um, you want to look at your marketing strategies. So marketing towards attracting and gaining new students, new clients. So I usually would typically, typically put, you know, three to four points under what are the actual tangible activities that I can do to attract new clients. Then I would look at marketing for retention. So again, like I mentioned, hey, we're going to have a movie night, you know, whatever. So marketing retention. So anywhere from three to four, whatever, in that category as well. Um, now I do, and and again, it's just an overview, but, and then I move to team. So I've got my top three goals. I then deep dive into those marketing attraction activities and marketing retention activities. I then look at my team. So I'll look at my the teaching staff and then I'll look at my office staff. So I see them as two separate categories they're not, they're not one and the same. And it could be that you're the only teacher or you're the only administrator and that's fine. Um, I would still look at that. It could be maybe that you use contractors or how you can improve things there. So you might decide you want to hire or improve a system for someone or run a training session or whatever. Okay. So I will usually put a couple of points under each of those and in the template that I provide, um, this is very clear, nicely presented, easy to use, pen to paper, super simple. Okay, um, still on one page here, guys. Uh, the next thing I look at is the value. So this is my customer benefits and love. So, you know, having a look at that as a category, um, yeah, so loving up your customers and the sort of things that you can do with that. Uh, this is something I'll talk about in the workshop. I'll talk about exactly how I love up my customers, but also how you can apply this category to your studio. And really, this is an important thing because customer love is something that people don't often think about. We think about retention. We think about other areas. We don't think about value. So value perception as well. Um you know, value is in the eye of the beholder is the saying. And so that is so true because someone can tell you you're so expensive and then someone else will say, wow, what that was such a good deal. And it, you've offered the exact same thing. So it's just about putting your being in alignment with your value 
and what you present to the world and then being really specific about certain tasks that you can do to increase your value perception to your customer. I mean, that's a win-win, okay? You'll never win everyone over, but you'll win most people over if you are in alignment with your, your value position. And I can share what that means exactly in my workshop. By the way, in the workshop, we don't just talk. This is me talking at you. That's not what the workshop is. In the workshop, it's actually doing. So you will have your plan in front of you in the workshop and we will like live do it on the spot. Okay. So you're going to walk away with it done. That's, that's what we're doing. We're not actually just talking. We're doing. That's what I love about my 90 day studio planning workshops the most. This is a doing workshop because we can talk until the cows come home. I'm full of sayings today. We've got you here. We'll get you there. Talk until the cows come home, right? I don't even know that saying. I mean, talk until the cows come home. Maybe in the old days or maybe on a farm or something, they wander all day and they don't come home until night. I don't know. Is that what that means? If anyone knows, tell me. <laughs> Remember, you can find me on Instagram, like totally DM me if you know what that saying means. Maybe I'll Google it. But if you know, tell me. Um, but yeah, so you can only do what you do, but you've got to share your value perception. You've got to share what your value inclusion is. How do you share it? That's another thing we talk about. So these are really important points. And again, I've just got like three points under that particular category. Okay. Next, we look at systems. You know, you might decide there are some systems in place that aren't really working for you. Maybe you want to improve a system. Maybe you want to create a system, whatever, systems. And I leave about three points under that too. I mean, you got to get specific. Maybe you don't even have an en- an enrollment system. I mean, do you know how many times I've actually met studio owners? This is no judgment, believe me, um, that don't have any sort of enrollment software or payment system set up. Like, you know, we need to think about this stuff. We need to improve that. And it's really just about improving your experience within the business. When you have a system in place, it's so good because it means, you know, how we talked about maybe on your annual project planner, you're saying, I'm actually going to take a month off in September, right? So to take a month off in September, this is where the the annual outline makes sense. You might go, I want to take a month off in September. Huh. How will I do that if I'm the only one that answers to emails? Hmm, what do I need to do to achieve that? Oh, I need a team member. Oh, if I have a team member, I need to create a system for them to follow on with some templates on how to respond to different inquiries. That could be your system. Creating customer service templates for inquiries, like whatever the system is, right? That's how this makes sense. That's how we piece this this year together. We have a really a one-page super simple document that I provide in the workshop, my annual project planner, Mickey Mouse stuff. And then I go, huh, over the next three months, I've said I want to achieve these things. So what do I need to do to do it? Because it doesn't happen by magic. That's what I'm trying to say. What got you here won't get you there. If you want to take a month off, how can you do that? It is possible just need a plan in place. You need to know that's what you want because what happens more often than not is you'll get to 
September, maybe August, a month before or whatever, and you go, oh, I really wanted to go away in September, but I can't because there's too much work. There's too many emails. I haven't got a teacher in place. If you'd been quarterly planning, and this is why quarterly planning works, if you had a quarterly plan, you would have known with an annual um, outline prior, you would have known that in September you wanted to go away. You would have reminded yourself of that. So you would have thought, oh, shivers. The only way I'm going to go away is if I hire a cover teacher for a month. Oh, okay. Better put that in my plan. Right? And then it's those taking action moments, right? So this is where um, the taking action moments can happen. So you might say, oh, I really needed a teacher for that month. So under team teaching staff category, I might write, get a cover, um, place an ad for a cover teacher for September. See how this works? It's not rocket science. It's so easy and it's all on one page. That's what I love so much. Okay, because who has time for a booklet or like a, a you know, who has time for all of that? Nobody. Okay. You can do this in 90 minutes. You can do it with me. So I hope, I hope um, you'll take me up on that offer. Now, the next section I talk about is program services and products focus. And we say, uh, you know, which month we're going to focus on what. We'll break that down further in the workshop. Um, and also finance income, maybe some investments. What are you willing to spend your money on at the moment to bring in some doshiola? Doshiola, what's that? That could mean cash. I don't know. Depends where you're listening from. <laughs> Does anyone say dosh anymore? I don't even know. It's such an Aussie thing, isn't it? Um, and then, yeah, what are you going to do to take action? So, guys, that's pretty much the rundown of my 90-day plan. Annie, that was super quick. Okay, I did that in like 12 minutes. My workshop is 90 minutes, so I hope to see you there. And if I don't, see you there for whatever reason it's only 47 bucks so you know jump in I don't care what country you're from what state you're from if you're regional if you're city-based none of that matters this plan works for everything I don't just apply it to this business either my studio I apply it to my coaching business this plan I have a separate plan for each of my businesses so I've got I've got three businesses I've got my talent agency I've got my studio and I've got my coaching business so I actually have three plans and um, sometimes I combine my agency and coaching into one page plan together and I see them aligned. But my point is like it's the only thing that keeps me accountable because it's so hard when you run a business to be held accountable. Who holds you accountable? I would love to be that person for you. Everybody needs accountability. I have a mentor a business uh, mentor. I invest in that. I invest in that because it, it matters. Someone has to keep us accountable as business owners and you need someone to talk to, to hash things out. Like who do you speak to? You can't, I mean, you can lean on team. Yes, you can lean on team, but to a certain extent, you know. So um, anyway, I, I think it's just so important. Like I said earlier on um, in this in this show, that it really is a critical 
part. To me, committing to writing a plan is the first critical step in moving forward towards your dream studio and desired business environment. Um, so yeah, so like I said, in my 90 day planning workshop, it's on April 4th, it's at 12.30 PM Sydney time, but it's being recorded and you get the templates. So who cares if, I mean, look, definitely you, I always encourage live attendance where possible. I absolutely do. But for any reason you can't make that, that's okay. Um, look, I'm going to give you my template resources, what points I include, and together we will work through yours live on the call so you can walk away from the workshop with a plan for your studio ready to go, okay? So that's it. That's the deal. Um, I want you to build the studio you want in 2023 and beyond. So let's do this. Get into it, guys. Get into quarterly planning. Um, and I think the only way for you to do this is you know, for me to show you not only how to goal set effectively, but also to give you the tools to create realistic and sustainable timelines for each goal. See, that's the key ingredient too. So you can take massive and immediate action because, you know, it's so great at the beginning of each year, we talk about our new year's resolutions and I'm going to lose 15 kilos. I'm going <laughs> to is that the only New Year's resolution that most women have every single year? It's the most ridiculous thing. Lose weight, right? I do it too, don't worry. Uh, actually, I've lost 13 kilos, by the way, this year. So there you go. And that's because I had a plan and I took action, guys. Sometimes I put personal items on my plans too, especially in those holiday seasons. I might say, you know, um, if, like, for example, if I want to take up a new thing, I'm going to need more energy. So it could be that I need to engage in a personal trainer, like whatever. Okay. So there's a lot that, that comes into play with this as well. All right, guys, thank you so much and get planning. Enjoy your day. Hey there, you might have noticed that Real Talk Part 3 was meant to come out this week, but I was just so inspired because we're about to hit the next quarter that I just had to dump this episode here and now. But Real Talk, it will be back. It will be back and it'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to today's show. What got you here won't get you there. Now, I would love for you to take the next step to building your studio. So join me. Let's grow your studio together. Join me on April 4th for my 90-day studio planning workshop. Head to josephinelandcuba.com forward slash 90-day plan or head to my link in the show notes. Book now. See you there.